name is Felicia Wright, and this is the Go Rogue Podcast. Do you feel stuck? Does every day feel like Groundhog's Day? Well, I'm here to tell you it's time to take charge of your life and know that you are meant for more than this. It's time to go rogue. This podcast is for people that are ready to say enough is enough and discover their new normal with entrepreneurship. Get ready because your rogue journey starts now. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Go Rogue Podcast. This is episode 39. And today I'm going to be talking about how to start your freelancing business while still nine to fiving. My name is Felicia Wright, your host. So I definitely want to do an episode about this because it is, it's actually kind of a difficult thing to do. I'm not going to tell lie to you and say it's the easiest thing in the world and anybody can do it because that's just simply not the case um and and I'll completely explain what I mean by that that not everybody can do it but if you were listening to this more than likely you can do it so let's go ahead and dive on into that so the reason why I said not everybody can do it is because you kind of have when you're starting a business and you still have a regular job you have to be very driven it's just as simple as that. You have to be driven and have a vision for a future that you're trying to create because when you get down to the nitty gritty and you're tired, you're going to want to give up and be like, forget it. Like this is, what am I doing? I'm torturing myself. So you really have to have a vision for what you want to do because it's going to be so incredibly easy just to give up. So think about a a time that you gave up and I can think of a couple of times like it's typically related to the gym <laughs> to be completely honest with you but the t- the main reason why I don't give up or I give up in certain cases is because I don't I don't see the end result in my head so you have to see the light at the end of the tunnel that gets you excited that keeps you going. So if you don't have that light or you're just like, oh yeah, I want to do this. If your vision is not strong enough, if your motivation is not strong enough, you'll quit. I promise you. Like, trust me, I've done it with other things because (laughs) my vision and what I was thinking was going to happen, it just wasn't strong enough. I was just like, ah, forget it. I, I like sleep more. So think about why you're doing it and what you want to accomplish and keep that in the back of your head the entire time. Otherwise, you'll just say, forget it. So that is, I would venture to say that's one of the most important things to do is write down where you see yourself, what you're looking to accomplish by starting a freelancing business and then start because without that, it won't happen. Okay, so let's Next thing I want to talk about is when you're starting your freelancing business, getting things done, how to get things done and the expectations of yourself. Okay, so let's start with expectations. I tend to have very, very giant expectations of myself. And then when I can't do it, I I get really disappointed in myself because I'm like, whoa, I was expecting to do like. 50 million things and I got four things done and then I feel kind of defeated to be honest but you have to realize when you're in a nine to five and you're trying to get something off the ground 
you have a very limited amount of time. So for example, when I was still teaching, I, I would teach all day. And then I had two girls. I have two little girls. And at the time they were, um, four and two, and then younger in previous years. And I had to spend time with them. And a lot of the times I was nursing. So a lot of, I would pump at work, pump when I got home, nurse when I got home. So working when I got home wasn't a big option. Sometimes it happened. A lot of the times it didn't, but most of the time I did stuff when I put the girls down and that was at eight, eight o'clock at night. So really I would work from eight to about 10, 11 o'clock. And that's not a ton of time to get things done. So you're really taking just, you know, putting one foot in front of the other during that time because you don't have a lot of time. So just kind of manage your expectations of yourself. That's really more my advice to myself <laughs> um, back then. But I know I can't be the only one out there that just has really high expectations of themselves and think they can conquer the world. And I believe you can. I think we all can conquer the world, but one bite at a time, not all in one giant swallow. <laughs> um, so just manage your expectations and know that you'll get it done just it might be a little bit slower than you think. So just keep that in your mind. So also in getting things done, I typically had to do everything at night. I did almost everything at night. Um, if you don't have any children, you might be able to do stuff right when you get home. But more than likely, if you do have children, you're gonna wanna spend time with them and they're gonna wanna spend time with you because you've literally been gone all day. So when I got things done, now there was two different times I'd get things done and I would flip flop between the two. So it would be at night when the girls went down. So the girls went down around eight, maybe sometimes 7.30. Um, it all depend, depends on the day and stuff. Right now they're going to bed. Ugh, I don't even wanna say, it's like sometimes it's like 8.30, I'm like, go to bed. <laughs> Anywho, I would say I, got, I started work at about 8.15 every night, 8.15, 8.30 every night. And I would stay up until 11. So that's when I got things done. So in those beginning stages, one night I would get my Facebook business page done. And that was an accomplishment. Of course, my expectations were through the roof and I was expecting more. But looking back, it's like that was an accomplishment. And then the next night I would put together my packages and what I wanted to offer. And then after that, I would start networking on Facebook. So even just the things I just walked you through just now, that's a lot that you can get accomplished in a week. Now, if you are not a night person, which I completely understand, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't call myself a night person. I prefer mornings, but for some reason, I just keep falling into this, I gotta get things done at night thing, but whatever. I just prefer working in the mornings. But if you are not a night person, you can get up earlier. So for example, at one point, and I think I've shared this on the podcast before, I I was taking, there was a couple times I took discovery calls at four o'clock in the morning. And you might be thinking, oh my gosh, like, who on earth wants to get on the phone with you at four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> um, one time it was somebody that was on the East Coast. I'm in specific, 
Pacific Standard Time. I can't get that word out for some reason. So I was in Pacific Standard Time and then other people on the East Coast. So they're three hours ahead and that's still early for them, but that was when they got stuff done. And then another time I talked to an author that I um, thought I might work with and she lived somewhere in Europe. I think if I remember correctly, it was like Switzerland or something. So that's when I had to do the discovery call with her, which was in that moment, it was actually kind of cool. It's like, wow, I'm talking to somebody like across the world for me. And that's not something I would have ever expected um, starting my freelancing business. So, so, so cool. So if you are a morning person, you can get up early and then do work before you go to work. I did that sometimes um, just for discovery calls. And if I had like some kind of tight deadline that I had roped myself into, I'm kind of a last minute Nelly. I, I do things really well last minute. So um, that's the only time I would really get up early in the morning. Um, the closest when I did get up early was just like an additional 20 minutes because I would meditate in the morning. But even then it was more likely, I'm lying to you, it was more like an additional five to seven minutes <laughs> to meditate, not 20. I just lied. <laughs> That's, that was, no, that would have been too much for me. But I would get up earlier to meditate. <clears throat> so that, that's some, those are some time pockets that you can get some stuff done. Also, when I was nine to fiving, on my lunch, I would work. I even took, um, I took a couple of discovery calls during my lunch break. And I mean, I was perfectly within my right to do so. My lunch break was only 30 minutes long. So I would literally drop off the kids, hightail it right back to my classroom and hop on the phone and call somebody and try to wrap up the phone call before the end of my lunch. And pray that somebody didn't come over the loudspeaker looking for a child. Because <laughs> if you haven't been in a school lately, people come over the loudspeakers looking for a kid or announcing something, the internet's out, like it could be anything. So I was just like hoping, I was like, please nobody come on this loudspeaker <laughs> and mess up this discovery call. So thankfully I never ran into that problem, but that was something that I feared. Another thing that um, to get your freelancing business off the ground is that you have to focus on your mindset and it's a tough thing to do because when you're used to exchanging, like going to a job and getting a paycheck every two weeks to going to working and not knowing when you're getting paid, it's a huge leap. It, it truly is a huge leap. Um, for your mindset because you're going to see yourself doing all this work and you might not necessarily see any financial gain for a while. But that's okay because those beginning stages is really difficult. So anytime I come up against that and it's like, oh, nothing's working, nothing's working, I always envision a stone, a stone wheel um, you know, one of those wheels that the caveman made or whatever. I think it's like a little cartoon or whatever. I always think about the effort it takes. So if the wheel's standing up, think about the effort it takes to get that wheel going. Like you're pushing and pushing and pushing and it's barely moving. But once you get it moving, it becomes easier because you have that momentum. So I always had that vision in my mind like, 
I haven't gotten any momentum yet. And I just need to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until I gain some momentum and it will get easier. And it has. So if that image in your head helps you keep that in your mind, like I just have to keep pushing until I gain that momentum. And a little sidebar on that is if you stop pushing, the wheel stops and then you have to start all over again. So if you find yourself starting and stopping, starting and stopping, you are just basically starting from ground zero again. You have to apply pressure no matter what. So even if if you have momentum and that ball is moving, you still should be applying light pressure to keep it moving, even if you are booked or whatever. So that's the image that I always have in my mind as far as like, business and having momentum. It's like, keep applying pressure. Even if I'm swamped, apply light pressure. So just keep that in mind. And the last thing I want us to go over um, when starting your nine to five is you have to find your tribe. So when you're at work, everybody is at work and not necessarily on the same path as you. And that could be really defeating. And let me tell you why. Because when you're when you're starting anything new, you're going to want to talk to people about it. It's like, hey, like this is what I'm doing and um, I'm really struggling with this. And if if the other people at your job and more likely this is the case, they haven't they might not be doing what you're doing. So they can't relate. And quite frankly, sometimes people just don't want to hear about it, (laughs) even though you're excited about it. And it's not to be rude. It's just that they're in a different space than you, because if they've never gone down this journey, they have no idea what you're talking about. Not a clue. And they're looking at you like, okay, but really when you're in that environment, meaning a working environment, the job, people tend to want to talk about the job, not other things. And you can let me know if that's the case for you. Um, But I, from what I found, people want to talk about the job, not this other thing that you have going on and they can't relate and have no idea what you're talking about. That's that's a hard leap for other people because they're not doing it. Um, And that's not to be rude or anything, but it's just, you know, different people on different paths. So you're gonna have to find your tribe. And I found my tribe online And I started going to networking events and found some people at networking events, which was actually kind of cool because when I was working, I kind of felt like a crazy person. Like I I felt very different in my job after a while, even mm, for a while, actually, for a couple years, I felt very different. And it was because I just wanted different things. So I had to find my tribe. First, I found it on social media. And um, when I started going to networking events, I I found other people and that was actually really awesome. So you have to put yourself out there and just talk to other people and tell them what you're doing. And you might have some friends that have their own business or know other people that you just haven't talked to in a while that have their own business, reach out to them and just start chatting them up and see what they're doing and and just start to get to know one another. And I, I guarantee it'll be helpful 
because you just need somebody to talk to sometimes about what you're doing and somebody that just might, just might be able to help you with a technical problem. I can't tell you how many times, like, I had an issue with a website and I'm like, who on earth do I ask? I don't even know who to ask. So, and I would ask my husband, who's, who's kind of techie, but he's never put together a website, never even heard of WordPress or Squarespace. So it's just hard to be in that and like not have many people to ask. So find your tribe. So that is something, those are the things that I think you have to start looking at when you're starting your freelancing business while you are still at a nine to five, because it can be a very difficult journey if you don't have those things in place and you might not be able to keep going if you don't start to work on these things. So I hope you found that helpful. If you did, please head over to social media on Facebook at Hey Felicia Wright. That's the username and say hello. Let me know if you found that helpful. And I would love to chat with you. And on Instagram, I'm still Hey Felicia Wright too. So, and that's the website. Look at me. At first, my usernames were different, but I finally got my life right and made all my usernames the same. <laughs> well, except for Twitter, because Twitter doesn't like me. But anywho, so I hope you're having a good day. If you are having trouble finding what you should be doing, um, I invite you to download my four-day video series. It's called Finding Your Purpose Journey, where it will help you find out what you should try first. And I guarantee it will help you because I've tried it on several people. <laughs> so I hope that was helpful. Um, I hope you're having a great day. Get out there, be brave, take action, and go rogue. I'll chat you up next time.